Well, it's uh, definitely an experience that changes uh, everything you think about and your daily routines. You get into it more and more and the kids get older. Then certainly you get used to new things, new challenges and new routines. And that certainly happened to me too. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddy. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddy here for another edition of The Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have Mike. He's from RPACT. Love everything that RPACT does. If you listen to this podcast and check out The Art of Fatherhood website, you know I do a lot of great things with RPACT, raising awareness about this great app and this great site that not only helps protect families, but also encourages family to be device-free and just have time with family that doesn't have to deal with a smart, you know, smartphone and iPad, all that good stuff. But thanks for taking the time to chat with me, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm great. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to get in. We're going to get into the uh, great stuff you guys just recently uh, unveiled and new features on the uh, RPACT app in a second. But of course, uh, people you know that listen to the show know that I always love talking to guys about their fatherhood journey. So when you found out you're going to be a dad, what was going through your mind, sir? Well, it's uh, definitely an experience that changes uh, everything you think about and your daily routines. Um, it's a gradual thing. I and mean, initially it's like, oh, things are still relatively normal. But then as you get into it more and more and the kids get older, then certainly you get used to new things, new challenges and new routines. And that certainly happened to me too. But it definitely was a very positive and very enjoyable experience. Love it, man. And talk a little bit about some of the values you're looking to instill into your kids as they're growing up. Well, um, I like them to grow up as as uh, individuals that respect themselves, that have a happy time, a good time. They should be independent. They don't have to be a mirror image of me. I'd like to instill some good values, some good principles in them, also some techniques of coping with the world and technologies and so so um, I don't want to handhold them day to day. Sometimes it's more necessary than than others. But um, I just want them to be happy, content, but also prepared for the challenges of this world. Great. I like that. And also, too, like, you know, just being the, themselves and having their own individual personalities and, you know, just and having their own dreams and all that good stuff. So I appreciate that. Is there something that your kids have taught you either about life or about yourself that once you had kids, you realize, man, like, I didn't know this about myself or, wow, they taught me this life lesson? Yeah, um, uh, it's definitely an experience and every day is new, but definitely as they got older, my oldest is now eight, um, he he basically has his own challenges learning. He's very successful in some areas and others in others. Um, so sometimes it takes longer for certain routines to sink in or certain things to learn. So that experience wasn't on, on the top of my mind from what I remember of my childhood. Basically, now we learn reading, now we learn writing, now we learn how to remember something and then repeat it. And things like this, it's just, it's a new thing every day. And it opens my eyes again of, I mean, what I had to go through as a kid and uh, what they have to go through every day. So I think that's that's definitely new. There are lots of successes. Um, there are lots of new experiences made and learned, but there are also lots of challenges every day. So it's 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 a journey every day. <laughs> no doubt, totally agree with you, man. Talk a little bit about uh, one more question before we get into our pact and uh, the family locator and some of the cool things that our pact does for those who aren't aware of the normal things or just some of the new features. But uh, 
in, in terms of father, the last question is, is there a dad hack or a piece of advice you'd offer to new dads? Whether like, I'll give you my dad hack. I tell new dads all the time. It's like, make sure the diaper bag is full. Like even if you go out, you know, for a quick trip, make sure that it's got diapers and wipes because you, you never yeah. want to go unprepared, especially when it comes to diapers and all that good stuff. So if you have a piece of advice for new dads, listen to this, what would it be? Yeah, I think make sure your energy level is full and also your food supplies, but don't spend all your energy watching a series until 2 a.m. in the morning. Make sure you go to bed yourself so that you're ready for everything that comes. If you're on your last bit of energy with the kids, then they notice it and it's not good for both sides. But yeah, make sure energy level is full and make sure you have enough food for them to not run out of energy themselves. <laughs> Well said. Yeah, great piece of advice. And yeah, stop binging a show on Netflix for like three and a half hours past your bedtime. Totally agree. Um, and speaking of just like, you know, overdoing it sometimes, you know, especially, you, you know, we always worry about kids, like, are they addicted to our phones? But parents or adults look at it too. We're all addicted to our phones, right? Because it's right there. We can check our email. We can check what's going on. If we have a social media account, or we can just see what's going on in the world news wise or whatever, check on your fantasy sports team, whatever. But for you guys, you guys always keep on innovating and making sure that families are safe. You guys just released the uh, family locator um, feature. Talk a little bit about that and how that's a game changer for families. Yeah, so we we had a geolocation in our app Alpact for a while, but uh, what it allowed uh, parents to do was only to see the most recent location that a kid's device is at. So we extended that recently in a a significant way. So now we show um, a geolocation history, basically location uh, where your child has been over the course of the day. And it reduces some of the noise that naturally comes with uh, location collection. So it identifies locations, we call them breadcrumbs, where kids have been for a longer period of time, say school or home, daycare, friends, park. Um, and then the segment in between where they moved either by foot, bike, or car is then basically uh, visible on the map. So basically a nice overview by day. So you can see it every day um, of what has been, and you can quickly then distinguish the noise from the, from the events that interest you. You see if anything out of the ordinary happened, delays and stuff like that. Nice. So, so is, is, is the bread comes a little nod to Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> um it's i think to make it uh easily accessible and uh to make it feel natural um hopefully it's not not as as uh as grim as the grim's uh fairy tales but maybe it's a little nod to that too yes <laughs> <laughs> well played love it mike um also too you know you know i just mentioned it earlier when we were going in the transition to talk about our pack um it's known that excessive screen time can lead to, you know, clinical depression and disorders and, and children, teens, and also parents, you know, especially during the pandemic, a lot of people maybe have been, you know, more connected to their phones and all that. Talk a little bit about how RPAC can set up limits. So not even maybe just for, cause you know, one of the things I always say is like, not only going to talk the talk about the advice you're giving to your kids, but you also have to walk it as well. So, it, I know it starts at home, starts with the parents. If they see, you know, if kids see their parents always on their phone or their tablets or whatever, they're going to be like, well, you're on there. Um, but talk a little bit about how our pact sets up those times to make sure that, or sets up those limits to make sure that we are having a healthy balance between being on our devices and also just being off them. 
Yeah, I think that's a great question. It's 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 the core of our philosophy. That's why we named the app Our Pact, the pact between the parent and the kid. It's basically as a parent, you're responsible all the time for your kids and you have to teach them the ground rules and basically a good behavior um, to interact with the world and with technology. But our pact helps as an app to to enforce these boundaries without going overboard with it. And I love what you said in terms of the parents sometimes are guilty themselves using devices. Kids should have the freedom too to sometimes go a little overboard. But our pact, for instance, it allows you to set a schedule. So a schedule for weekdays and a schedule for weekends in which the device is accessible. And then other times, bad time, dinner time or so when the device is, is not so accessible. We're talking about iPads, tablets, Android phones, whatever. Um, there's also the possibility to set your daily limits. We call it allowance. Basically, you have two days during a day of screen time. Maybe on the weekend, you have three hours. Um, so you can can set it by the by the minute. And that gives the, the child the ability to, to self-decide when they want to spend the screen time and when they want to have off time without the parent having to get too detailed into it. We have another feature that's called view. Um, when it's enabled, then parents can see an occasional screenshot um, of what's happening on the screen of uh, the child's phone or tablet. So they see if the child is doing something that they're not supposed to. So that's another kind of boundary that parents can use without micromanaging or without micro uh, controlling the kids. They don't have to use that, but when the kids get older, you want to see what they're messaging or you want to see when something out of the ordinary happens. There's also real-time notifications. So when the kid installs an app that they're not supposed to, our pact gives uh, a real-time notification to the parent and say a new app has been installed. Um, is that okay with you? Uh, these are the boundaries uh, that our pact tries to en enforce. And then when something happens, then obviously it's up to the parent to realize that and then talk to the kid. It's not all hands-off. I mean, our pact is not a replacement for uh, education and child rearing. No doubt. Uh, appreciate that. And a lot of great points you put up there too, but also kind of goes back with um, what you said earlier too, about, you know, when we we're talking about fatherhood, where you were saying like, you know, you want your kids to have their own personality and you want to be, you don't want to be that helicopter parent. There's going to be more times, um, you know, during the week that, yeah, maybe you have to step on and, you know, be there uh, with them for other times you want them to be themselves. But I think that's a, another great way with our pact where it's like, all right, you can let them uh, embrace technology, but then if something pops up that they shouldn't be going on or, or anything along those lines, it's you, like you said, it's not a form of parenting. It's there to help you as a parent. It is to be an involved parent. But I do really like the fact that you don't have to hover over them. Like, what do you want now? What side are you on? What are you doing? Right. Our pact like gives you those, those tools, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a way of staying up to date with technology. It gives you a tool to see, to basically take a little of the chores of like, telling a kid every day how long they have in terms of screen time or what they can do when, but it's not taking off the table, talking to them if something goes wrong, educating them, teaching them better behaviors. So yeah, it's it's a tool in your tool chest, but I think it's a very useful tool. It takes a lot of the daily stress off the table. Right. And now we're coming up to the holiday season, right? So a lot of devices may be bought, whether it's from uh, St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, or the parents, smartphone, iPad, tablet, whatever the case may be, 
for parents buying these smart devices. Talk about the steps because sometimes people might hear this and be like, okay, cool. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's RPAC. Great. But it's, it's not that hard to set up the system, RPAC system for you and your family. Correct. So as we approach the holidays, talk a little bit about, you know, just the necessary steps that parents would uh, have to go through with their kids you know, to set up this, you know, RPAC on the smart devices and phones? Yeah, it's, it's really not that hard. There's a little bit of uh, process involved, but the documentation guides you through. So you, you need to have an RPAC account. There's a good website that explains it, gives a lot of screenshots and information beforehand. You can create an account for free as a parent, and that gives you access to this information and then your real-time dashboard. Then with each device that you, for instance, receive, during the holiday, you go through what we call a pairing process. So you install an application on your on your laptop or computer that connects to the device and then basically puts the child app on the device so that the child app can then uh, control the device in a little way. There's, there are definitely limits. It, it doesn't steal your data or it doesn't doesn't spy, but it's it's a way of enforcing the configuration that our pack then puts on the device, let's say during bad time, certain apps are blocked or allowance only for two hours. And it also reports the location of the device back to the, to the parent. So you pair the child device going through a step process that probably takes about between 30 seconds and five minutes at the most per device. And then you see your status of the device in your parent dashboard. Parent dashboard can be on the web. You can see it in your browser, or we have some very nice, uh, apps for Apple and Android operating systems there. You can see it on your mobile phone. You see when a device is, is present, um, in which state it is in, uh, you can also override it, like you can block it or grant uh, access to apps um, as, you, as you see fit. Uh, it distinguishes different child profiles, so different kids that you want to treat differently. So it gives you that information and that, that, that view. Nice. And lastly, before we finish off with the Father of Quick Five, and again, I appreciate you sharing uh, your knowledge of RPACT with uh, my audience so they know uh, they'll definitely appreciate it. Talk a little bit about some of your favorite features or things that you're really proud of uh, from the RPACT app. Yeah, it's, it's as I said before, it's a, it's a changing process. So initially, the concern is basically limiting uh, too much screen time during a day. So initially you start to install RPAC on a child's tablet. We use a lot of tablets at home. Um, and then you basically just set screen time ends at 7 p.m. in the evening for weekdays or 8 p.m. on the weekend. And so basically you set that. And as the kid then gets more used to it, then you basically, you, you can keep that, but you have the choice to, to fine tune it. You can say, Maybe Netflix and all the streaming apps shouldn't be used, but maybe you want to keep that learning app that that you have from school, that language vocabulary app. You want to keep that enabled even after certain hours. So you have the way of of of, of dialing in the the application, the app rules, and then you can also set, for instance, the daily limit of two hours, uh, an hour and a half. And then once the kid has a device that they take to their friends and to school with them. And it needs to be obviously cell phone enabled. Then it's also very useful to see their location. And there's a feature called uh, the places or geofences. So basically you can let the app tell you 
when the kid has entered or exited a certain place, like a friend's house or school. Um, so you use these features as you need them and you disable them as you don't need them um, as, as basically they get older, they get more mature, or they, they have different behaviors. <laughs> no doubt. Really appreciate that. Now we're going to finish off with the father in quick five. Favorite family movie? Do you guys have one? Uh, well, right now it's Halloween time. So Adam's family is really great. People love it. <laughs> nice. Um, favorite band or artist or song you couldn't wait to introduce your kids to? Do you have, do you have one like that? Um, we just like to give them a good sense of music. Uh, my wife loves, uh, alternative and indie music scene and not too crazy lyrics and so, but just a good sense of uh, a sense of music, but no, no favorite artist, just, just some good taste in music. There you go. Nice. Um, describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? Um, we would like to be out uh, hiking in the, in the nature, basically have a, have a nice retreat, uh, no technology uh, hike during the day. And then some good good meal and good conversation and good games afterwards and then bedtime not too late. Uh, <laughs> days, three days, that would be a great time. Nice. For you, when when you do have your own downtime, what's your favorite thing to do when you have some free time? Um, I like to catch up on what's going on in the world, read some news. I don't like to watch so much, but I like to read what's going on and also some technology news that I've missed. So I'm on my phone a little bit, but then also relax and get some rest <laughs> nice and uh lastly top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad what would you want them to be uh fun caring and good spirited nice great three words right there people make sure you uh download the rpac app protect your kids and create healthy digital habits for more information uh on rpac go to rpac.com uh, Mike, thanks so much for taking the time. Again, I appreciate what you and the folks over at RPACT are doing. I think it's such, uh, especially nowadays, like you said, like there's different ways that you can be hands-on but still be hands-off. Let your kids do certain things with their with the technology, embrace it, but also set up limits that I think we all need as well. But thank you again for the time. I wish you and your family continued success. And again, thank you for all the great work you're doing over at RPACT. You're welcome. Great talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go to artoffatherhood.net. You can have a chance to check out some great articles like the weekly Dad's Doing It Right column, the Collector of the Week, and many more. Plus, you have a chance to win some very cool prizes like video games, collectibles, all that good stuff. Go to artoffatherhood.net. And please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts because I'll greatly appreciate it to get the word out on the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.